Hello and welcome to Pod of Greed, the only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Tiger Court. I'm Dan, aka This Time Period Sucks, My Feet Hurt, It's Too Hot, I Wish I Was At Home Playing Card Games. I'm Max, aka BadDragon.com. Ah, and I'm Sarah, aka WhiteDragon. Dot com. Don't go there. We don't know what's on that URL. Podigree does not endorse any adventures you take to that website. Whitedragon.com? Don't go. Sarah, no. Sarah, no. You're going to go to the Shadow Realm. No, please. Clicking enter. Oh, God. I'm so scared. There's nothing there. All right. Well, no. I'll go to Baddragon.com instead. Sarah, don't. You can't. I've been to Baddragon.com before. Who hasn't? I haven't. Oh, it's quite fun, actually. You should go. I don't. I don't need to. The people who run it suck shit, but... Oh, yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay leaving my holes unfilled, okay? I'm going to say that in the podcast, and it's going to be recorded into the annals of history. Sorry, the annals of history. <laughs> How are we doing this week? As you can tell, I'm doing great. I'm having, a, I'm having a great time. I'm a desk job boy now. I wear nice clothes to work. I get to work next to a puppy. And I sit all day, and I don't get to run. My legs actually hurt, but it's the weekend. It's the weather's nice and cool, so I get to run around a lot this weekend. And it'll be fun. How are you doing, Sarah? You sound I'm great. Still thinking about animals of history. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, how about um, you, buddy? I took in. I took a a drawing class to get a better Ooh. grasp of my fundamentals. Oh, uh, sick! It's harder than I thought it would be. Every single friend of mine who's an artist says that art is bad and hard and no one should try it. So I, I applaud you for you being braver than a U.S. Marine and learning how to art. It's fine. You just got to do it a bunch. Yeah, but who has, who has the time? I mean, everyone in fucking quarantine. Not everyone has to work. Uh, like your fucking desk job shit. I have a salary now. Isn't that fucked up? Fucked up if true. God, I wish that were me. Imagine having a salary. Yeah. Fuck. I would rather be eating a salary. You're really on one this 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 morning, Max. Um, my vibes. Episode 114 <laughs> yeah. is called the White Dragon in the sub. Uh, episode 42, the name of the game. The it's it's dual monsters. We solved it. Yeah, yeah. It's, we did it. We did it's it. Yu-Gi-Oh, actually. It's the, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. So my first note here, I noticed after last week, um. I think since we're like in the finale of the show, they're like, okay, budget time. We're going to put all the money here. Because last week, the characters were maybe the most off-model they've ever been. And this week, everyone is looking mm, mwah, crisp. Junoichi doesn't look like Junoichi. He just looks... I just think because he's pearly lit, so he doesn't look as blonde as usual. Um, The desert sand blowing at them has sanded them down, so they're perfectly smooth. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's why. Yeah, but yeah, things, it's, god, it really is fucking finale territory, like, this is the episode that, like, before it starts, Carry On My Wayward's Done starts playing, and it says the road so far, and then it recaps the, like, whole of Yu-Gi-Oh. Is, did you just re- was that Supernatural? Yes, it was Supernatural. God. Remember 2005? I try not to. I was 12 that year. I mean, that's when this shit aired, probably. Damn, you're right. Mm. It's, you know, no, the, the, <laughs> these episodes, if I may make a reference that <laughs> I, is, might be a little bit um, contested, these are the episodes of the Red Wedding of Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> <sighs> <Huh>. Yeah. 
It, I'm saying it, it. It does subvert expectations. I mean, look, Seth did, uh, not to kind of spoil the episodes that we're about to talk about in detail and spoil, They've but seen like, him Seth by now. did kind of like pull his father towards him, stab him in the gut, and say, Kisara sends her regards. So, like. Set did pull his father close and stab him and said, I'm sorry about the circumstances of your birth. (laughs) Blame this on the circumstances of my birth. This is the episode where I will kill Sarah. This is a promise and a threat. Uh, Okay, uh, back from the grave to say that we open the episode and the gang find themselves in the secret special room in the tomb. And it's just another room. There's fucking nothing there. Um, but then uh, they look around a bit and the camera zooms out suddenly and there's a big drawing on the floor and everyone's like, oh, how did we not notice that? It's very funny to me. Yeah. Uh, it's written in hieroglyphs mm-hmm. and no one's able to read it except Tristan Ort, who, as we know already, has been norted by uh, Bakura. He's always been able to read hieroglyphs. It's normal. That's what he does in his free time. The, the gang spend, like, a good 20 seconds being like, oh, how the fuck do you know how to read that? What the fuck is going on? But they don't, like, question it. They're just like, this, okay. This maniac gets away with so much, and his quote-unquote friends don't notice. They don't say a damn thing until he spells it out for them. They're like, huh, Honda's acting weird. Maybe he needs a Snickers bar or something. It's like, do you, I mean, they care about Honda apparently as much as I do, which is to say, not much. <laughs> Tristan's response to questioning him is there's a lot you don't know about me wheeler i don't think he even bothers explaining himself in the sub like fucking yummy backer it just is not bothering to like change his behavior in any conceivable yeah. way yeah he got it is, is the hourglass is ticking down he has to just like burn through it he's already like played this part of the game before you know he died and had to reload a previous save so he's just like on it right now yeah he's trying to speed run it the hieroglyphs say, he who solves the Millennium Puzzle must return the wish he was granted. Only then is he able to pass. It's the same thing we get in the sub, oddly yeah. enough. I mean, not in as many words, but like, it's, yeah, you gotta bring your wish back or your gift back. Yeah, it's in a different language in ours, actually. They say it in Japanese. Weird. We, yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> they speak in English, but the higher Egyptian hieroglyphs are actually Japanese. <laughs> so it gets shifted around. Uh, after this happened, um... Sets in hell or whatever. Um, I think he's just in the palace room. I think he's just the palace. Oh, no, so you don't this see is him not just sitting, lying dead in the flames of hell? Huh? Wait, what? No. Being tempted by the devil himself? Set spent 40 days in the desert. Can't say I, I recognize this. It's plot I mean, important. It quite an iconic shot. I, you probably would have remembered, so thanks for it, kids. I you will see if it. I can get a screen cap at some point, because it's pretty funny. He's just chilling. But, yeah, I don't... It's not Zork specifically there, but it's like Aknadin in his yeah, it's, Toby it's, cosplay. It's, it's Daddy. Um, no, that's there. I just don't remember anything about the Flames of Hell. Well, as we know, Hell is a religious concept, which is why four kids can't show it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. But he's being like tempted and stuff. You know, Aknadin spends the next like three until his death, being like, "Join the dark side." All he can do is pontificate. He, it's really the only thing he does. I'm not going to mention mention it again. It's it's because his leather outfit is so tight, he genuinely can't move or anything like that. So all he can do <laughs> is just say shit. <laughs> uh, and then we cut to Kisara, who is still run Kisara run, still Kisara Gump. Um, <laughs> and she's running towards where Set is being tempted, which turns out to be in this palacey place. Kaiba is following her. 
He's um, chilling. Yeah. He and she runs into the temple ruins, followed by Kaiba, who is like, uh, "Who that? I'm. That's uh, set." <laughs> he I, does who? the Brian Cranston me dot gif. Me, I'm. Yeah. And it's important. To, well, maybe no. I don't know if it's important to know, but like the palace they're in isn't the royal palace. This is like a different palace, from what I can tell, because Kasara runs away some... from the palace. It's another palace, I guess. Right. I guess. God, I wish Audrey were here to tell me what this palace is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, we'll never know. I wish someone who knew about the show was here. Sometimes we still hear her voice. Um, but yeah, Akhenaten, uh is like, hey, you have to kill Kisara so you can have her powers. Set is like, no, and they kind of set up to, to fight. Yeah, he summons rocks to like prevent their escape. He can do it now with the magic of Zork. Um, yeah. Kaiba summons his duos friend to, you know, bash the rocks up. And then Akhenaten is like, I don't know if these are bugs or like darkness or whatever, but like whatever it is, it forms to be a big man with the millennium eye. It's kind of neat looking. I like it. It's like a big clay man and it can be either a clay man or a bunch of small clay bugs. The two optimum states of being. Yeah. Peak performance. One or or the other. You got to pick one. Yeah. Uh, Seto disowns Akhenaten. Like, like he, Mm -hmm. he will not acknowledge him as his father. Uh... Nor should he, if I may be so bold as to claim. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like, Kisara does her thing and, like, kind of summons blue eyes out of her, her, her spirit uh, and is, like, gonna protect him. And Akhenaten is like, bitch, I'll fucking kill you. And Set is like, my dad would never say that. Fuck you. Yeah, he's he's very rude. Um, and Octodine just like he sees blue eyes. He's like, ah, the moment I was waiting for, and just like starts pushing. Well, he doesn't, but like the the bug clay man like starts pushing it into the tablet that just like pops up, I guess. Um, yeah. And like Set's giving this very very beautiful, very nice speech about love is the light that pierces the darkness. Uh, blah blah. I would rather be a peasant in the world, still shining with hope, than a pharaoh in a world contaminated by darkness. You know, Set. that's almost word for word what he says in the sub as well. Yeah. I think four kids kind of realized they couldn't really do much better than how it is already. Yeah. And he like he talks about like, oh, I have experienced the feeling known as love in my heart and I will never join you. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah. And then this moment's undercut by Octanating taking his mask off and he looks just like dog shit. He looks like Castlevania Dracula got run over by three buses. He's got a monster mash face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... Akhenaten mortally wounds Kisara and seals away blue eyes. Did you see blood spurt out of her in the dub, Dan? Nope. Ah, beans. Oh, well, I guess you won't know if she's really dead or not. She's like, I I think with each death scene that happens in this these episodes, they start, like, yeah. glowing with a white aura. Ah, to cover the blood, I imagine. <laughs> okay. Probably. I mean, not like it's all there. It's more like an outline. Mm. So, like, what kind of happens when Kisara, like, dies in Set's arms? Uh, I'm honestly not sure. I just... (laughs) I'm sleepy now. I need to take a nap. I think she goes into the Shadow Realm, presumably. That's That's what they said with the other ones. I feel like... I mean, not to impose the concept of heaven and hell into Yu-Gi-Oh! I don't think (laughs) Kisara belongs in the Shadow Realm, per se. I think she's one of the good ones. Unless it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. the Shadow Realm is just the general capital A afterlife, which seems a little the, weird as well. The Shadow Realm is where bad people put you, not if you are bad. It's... Okay. Like, you don't 
go there when you die because when you go there you don't die because no one ever dies in Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, everyone yeah, everyone in Yu-Gi-Oh listens to nerd. No one ever really dies. Uh-huh. Um uh-huh. um uh-huh. um uh-huh. 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 Because, you know, he's mad or whatever because Kassar's dead. And Seth's like, my father died when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's like, similar to what you get in Four Kids, but it's a little more raw because he immediately, like, stabs his heart out after this happens. Just does yeah. the damn thing. I like to see him. Holy it's shit. very good. Um, but, like, as he's dying, Aknadine is still doing fucking creepy magic chanting, and he dies and, like, turns to dust, but then the dust goes into Set, and great, now Set's fucking possessed. Did um, you did you catch his, his, like, genuinely good line as he does this, Sarah? No, I wasn't listening. I hate this man. Because after all this, right, Set's talking about love, piercing the darkness, and then as Aknadine basically, like, puts a blood curse on Kaiba for him to, like, you know, control his own bloodline from beyond the grave, he's like, I've always loved you, my son. Which is like, oh, like, I mean, not to Fucking give him credit, really? but, like, it's a cool line in this case, I think, to me, personally. Yeah, I did make a note of it, but but I was just more like, what the fuck, dude, and did not write it down because I hate it. I mean, I don't think we're going to be talking about Achneen much for long. <laughs> yeah, fucking get wrecked. Um, I mean, the note I do have is like, oh, hey, this is just like that one fanfic where Kaiba was possessed by Gozaburo. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> do you ever... Sometimes I remember. Sometimes I remember that Achneen is literally the reason Yukio happened, and it just still just like messes me up a little bit. Yeah. This nasty yeah. old man. <laughs> get him out of here. Ugh, fuck this guy. Um, but yeah, the, the, at this point, the pharaoh kind of appears, like, rides up on a horse. Um, Kaiba is watching there and is like, oh, the pharaoh, sexy. I mean, that, that's not in the text, but I'm assuming it happened. Yeah, that's basically what happens. He's so calm about this, by the way. Like, Kaiba's, like, the most normal he's ever been, transported to the world of memories from 3,000 years ago. He's basically just in the chat, occasionally, like, posting poggers, but not really... He's not involved. He's not really there, you know. He's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. He, he's in some he's, other. He's in some other tabs right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's As scrolling he through baseball, updating his bets. He's trying. Know. He's trying to text Noah. <laughs> he can't get reception Noah. in ancient Egypt though, so he's having trouble. Um, but yeah, the pharaoh is now got to fight the possessed set. Um, they they do the they do the damn thing. They diaha the damn thing. Diaha is blue eyes versus Mahad. And it's like, hey, I remember this from, like, the first episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Kaiba's, like, posts poggers, like, 20 times in a row, because he's like, oh, fuck, I've seen this before. He's like, that's my girl. Blue eyes. That's my girl! She's here! Ah! Um, and then, yeah, like, but Blue Eyes is, like, beaten ass. Mahad can't keep up. And Octandine's about to, like, Octandine controlling, Nording Set, if you will, yeah. um, mm-hmm. is about to have um, Set kill the pharaoh. But then set within his own sunken place. He's like, he's he calls out to Kasara. And then something uh, kind of whack happens because Blue Eyes turns to light and then like warps into his own mind palace. And he's like, what's up, Dr. Dean? It's your girl. Hey, though. Hey, though. Hmm. Remember? So the way this happens is like Blue Eyes refuses to attack the Pharaoh. Oh, true. It's been a while since so I've watched these. Hey, yeah, hey remember yeah. the second episode of season zero? Or maybe the third episode of season zero, whenever Kaiba was first introduced. Hmm. I do. And the way that that Yami no game resolved was that Kaiba played a blue eyes and it refused to attack Yami. 
I genuinely don't remember that because it has been literally two and a half years since we watched season zero. <laughs> yeah, listen, it's just like, it's the same thing that happens, like, I, you know, I can't actually remember. I think the reason Blue Eyes was refusing to attack in the like second episode of season zero was because Kaiba was like being mean to his monsters or something. Yeah, it's because his heart it was, was bad. Just, like, yeah, because he was being his heart was being bad. His heart was I don't know metaphorically possessed by some kind of external evil force, like his father. I'm looking directly at the camera, and and yeah, and then Yami had to do um, lover surgery to remove his mean node. Yeah, and he's yeah, fine. And yeah. he's fine now. Except, this time, Kisara does it by going, getting, Blue Eyes gets really small, goes into Seth's brain, <laughs> and takes away the bad parts. <laughs> she, she just, like, I just, like, blast him with light, and Octane, like, crumbles to dust. Yeah. Pretty yeah. cool. Like, he just can't stand up to, like, a beautiful girl, because he's a dusty old crust. Who among us? Who among us? If a beautiful girl showed up in my mind palace and destroyed my my evil Dracula inhabiting me, I would simply ask her on a date. <laughs> okay, no, but now we get the really sad part of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Kasara's power was, was, is with Seto now. Uh, he comes to realize that she was blue eyes. So does he, like, wake up and, like, wail over his girlfriend's corpse? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. Okay. She's like under the shawl sort of thing, right? Yeah, they put a blankie on her. She's she she got cold. To signify she's alive. Yeah, she's just cold. She needs to be warmed yeah. up. It's night in the desert gets really really um well it's just daytime. But it will be night later so she they have to put a blanket on her so she doesn't get cold cuz she's just taking well, I mean, a nap. Well, they still they still got to put a blanket on her to like protect I, her from the I sun. I think they've more yeah. or le- less acknowledged that she's just dead. Just there's they don't really say no way around it in this case. Yeah. Yeah. Four four kids can do a lot, but I think this is a you know, a little much. To, to remove this would be uh, not good of them. Sacrilegious. Yeah, sacrilegious. Set religious. Set religious? <clears throat> Set not religious. Set atheist. Well, no, I mean, he's literally a priest. He is literally a priest. Shit. Anyway, shit. Kaiba chooses this exact moment to walk <laughs> up behind the pharaoh. Oh, he's yes. Like, Yo, what's up? He's, he's so calmly. He's like, Yo, what's up, bro? I didn't know you were here, too. He's, he's just fucking sick of this. He, he just <laughs> wants to go home. He wants to play card games and run a corporation. He his feet hurt. His feet okay. hurt. He has sand in his designer boots. He has sand in his designer shoulder pads. Yeah, and Yami's like trying to explain the situation to him, and he's like, "Wait, are you saying he?" He like explains who Set is, and he Kaiba's response is, "Are you saying we're cousins?" Really? Whoa! Damn, we don't get that. That's kind of funny. Oh. Uh... That's kind of funny. I like really that. Really funny. Okay, so the thing the thing we get is like some very like calm, rational stuff. So he walks up to to the pharaoh and is like, "Hey, so uh, I I came up to this tablet. All your friends were passed out in front of it, and then I got sick, sucked in. So I'm guessing, based on all the fucking occult nonsense, if I had to make some kind of theory, I would guess that this is the world of three thousand years ago. Um." And yeah, Pharaoh's just like, yeah, 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 pretty much. So he just kind of like puts it together. Like he doesn't like it, but he still believes it, which is. Dub Kaiba does not in any sense of the word. He's like, why? Where am I? Why does everyone dress weird and talk weird? I hate this. Yeah, I 
I, I mean, obviously, I'm going to prefer what the dub, what the sub does more than the dub. But like in this case, it works really well because it's kind of finally starting to understand. Like, okay, there are forces at play that I'm not going to understand. And I never will. So I might as well just roll with it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's just kind of rolling with it. Yeah. Um, he also comments. He's like, "Hey, so that duel that I just saw you do with like other me that did that didn't go the way that it did in a the tablet and b my weird visions." I think he says. It, w- it wasn't like that the way I saw back then. I think referring to that time they got punched by two gods and teleported back in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's what it was. Um, and like the pharaoh explains that this is a yami no game and that things are probably a bit different. And Kaiba's like, huh, y- y- yami no game, huh? <laughs> he does sound snake voice. Yugi, a yami no game, huh? Huh. Um, and yeah, the, the pharaoh is like, yeah, buddy, so you, you should probably get out before the wicked god Zork arrives. And Kaiba's just like, fuck off, don't tell me what to do. I love them. <laughs> Kaiba's great. He's like, okay, I want to see it, though. May I please see him? May I please see the wicked god Zork? Thank I you. mean, look, if someone told me the wicked god Zork was going to show up, hell yeah, I want to see him. I want to meet that guy. I want to see what his deal is. Yeah, I've been to baddragon.com and I'd go again. Great. Uh... Well... <laughs> Uh, so after this happens, but we cut to the table. Uh, Bakura is taunting Yami, mm-hmm. and I think Yami like is like spewing to Bakura about how his name is the Seal, and you know he did it three thousand years ago. He sealed away Zork, and he's gonna do the damn thing again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then <laughs> Bakura is like, "Hey, by the way, one of your friends in the game is a spy, and you'll never guess who it could be." <laughs> I don't think that happens, but wait, maybe he does, just less directly. The one mm-hmm. thing I have noted here is like. When Yami's, like, talking about all this, like, he says, this is a game, and you're playing with the king of games. Hey, that's oh. kind of the name of the show. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Dig it. Yeah. Bakura's like, yeah, I've got my spy in the tomb. Ha, huh, you'll never guess. Which, I mean, he never will guess who it is, because I'm sure Yami also doesn't care about Honda in any conceivable way. Um, yeah. But then we cut to the tomb uh, where the gang are and, and Yugi is confronting the fact that the wish that he wished upon the Millennium Puzzle whenever he first built it, like, he's got to give that back now. And I remember what the wish was. It, it was for true friends. Friendship, baby! And he's like, there's no way I could conceivably give that back. The, the fact that none of his friends knew that the thing that he wished for, like, was them. It It's so beautiful. And, it's like, like the culmination fucking... of the show. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yugi is, like, fully crying. There's just no way that, like, he... No. And then... But unfortunately... I mean, you say unfortunately, but this also, like, continues fulfilling the arc because his friends are like, like, we're your friends. We're going to do this for you. Oh, I was going to say, unfortunately, Honda's here. Yeah. Well, like, they, yeah, well, like, you know, they're basically going to about to do that. And then Honda's like, he shoves Yugi to the other side of like the sort of, it's like the, the, the on the floor is like, looks sort of like a scales. There's like two sort of like pedestals ish painted mm-hmm. on to stand on. He shoves Yugi there. He clotheslines the other two to the other side <laughs> yeah. of the scales. And then like all the bricks around it fall off. So it's literally like a, a sort of like scale lever thing. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, and then the whole thing is like, ah, oh, you have to sacrifice your friends to make it into the room. But, like, actually not. It's fine. <laughs> you don't have to do any of that, apparently. Yeah, because I said, like, he, he has a... The, the thing is that the, the, the scales are tipping and they're also spinning. And, like, Yugi can step off the scales and, like, into the door 
of the room where the pharaoh's name is but if he does that the scales will tip and all his friends will fall to their deaths and obviously he's not gonna fucking move but there's this like little moment of confrontation where like Honda Nord is like well will you give your friends back to the darkness oh couldn't tell if you were doing Bane or Littlefinger I thought you were doing the monarch Uh, I wasn't I I I, that that, that's just that's evil voice to me yeah true I mean hey it works it's evil voice uh, yeah, and then if, if, but you know, you would have to fulfill this trap unless your acrobatic skill is high enough, and apparently <laughs> everyone's is, because first Honda Nort like triple backflips and like just like runs to the other side or whatever, and like he makes it through the room, and everyone just like calmly waits for it to spin around, and then they just all run up anyway and like jump and grab the legend. They're just fine now. This whole room yeah. is just there to like be scary for thirty seconds. One thing I do like yeah. is that in order for you to like catch on to the ledge. He has to, like, grab yeah. Joey. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just gotta hold his bro. He needs his friends to get through. As we know in both Gundam and Yu-Gi-Oh, you have to hold hands sometimes. Yeah. Hold your friends. Hold your friends. I mean, maybe not now, but hold your friends eventually when you're able to and allowed to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. But they make it into the name, the room name, the name room, the game mm-hmm. room. It's just gold, very gaudy, very bright, very shiny, sparkly, ooh, pretty. They find the cartouche. It's it, the uh, pharaohs fuck better because they uh, put the name of the cartouche. That one's for you, Audrey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Joey says that it says bird, rock, lamb chop, bird, and bigger bird. Okay, thank okay. you because I wrote down sort of what it said, like what it like looked like too, and I was like, how do these assholes know how to read this? Yeah, me too. <laughs> they can't fucking read hieroglyphics. Okay. I mean, apparently Honda fucking can. But yeah, I, 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 ref- I, I've been, I've basically written down exactly the same thing that Joey has, which is bird dot knife shape, different kind of bird, yet another different kind of bird. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's it. <laughs> I just found three birds. Three, three birds, one rock, one knife. Three birds, you all know. <laughs> Number three may shock you, but like the, and then Yugi's like, okay, got it, let's go, and like what, huh? Well, I mean, like, just because you can't read it doesn't mean you can't, like, memorize the shapes. You ca- I mean, you can memorize bird dot lamb chop bird bird. And then you could be like, hey, uh, other me, what does bird dot lamb chop bird bird mean? That's your name. Oh, the, um, Greg. That's me. I'm Greg. Um, if, if I may posit an actual, if I may put on my serious hat for once, mm-hmm. um, which is a, um, a, a, a uh, minion goggles, I guess. Okay. The that most a, serious a hat could be, uh-huh. A yellow beanie. Um, Yuki, the part of the pharaoh's residual knowledge and soul is still sort of stuck on Yuki a tiny little bit, so he looks at it and he knows because of Yami's influence over the years. I, I mean, does he know? Doesn't seem like he knows in the yeah. show. I mean, that's that's what I want to think, just because he looks at it and he's like, mm-hmm. okay, got it. He looks at it for like five seconds and he's fine. So I can only imagine that like he's able to somehow interpret this, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think in the in the next two episodes we kind of see a little bit more about how, you know, Yami's influence have rubbed off of it. Yeah. I, when, when I realized... I made a realization that shook me to my core in these other episodes. Um, <laughs> to finish this one up, though... Yeah. No one, they, you know, nobody knows. Like Yami and Bakura don't know what's going on in the tomb. They they can't see it because they don't control the characters. Even though Bakura uh, mind warped Tristan, um, or sorry, quantum leaped Tristan. 
Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, he runs off or whatever. They, like, they chase Honda down and, like, Bakura finally reveals himself to be Honda. Which, where's Honda's body? I guess... Yeah, they, like, also well, get, ask They're this. passed out, so I guess his body is real life, but, you know. Yeah. And they're just, they're so fucking shocked that, like, Honda's been Bakura the whole time. Like, oh, who could have ever known this? How could they have known? Oh, fuck, um, I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> Hey, what if um, the experience of being possessed by Bakura rubs off on Honda and he comes back and he's just got a British accent? I would hate him even more. <laughs> yeah, I would hate incredible. him. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the end of the episode. Like, the, the hourglass ends up shattering and it's now time for the revival of the great Wicked Zork. Yeah, we're getting a duel for the first time in like a year. Okay. Okay, I would I would say that Audrey was wrong. I was right. This does happen in the anime, not just in the manga. Yeah, like more duels happen in the manga, but like this, as far as like, were there to be an only duel in the anime? I'm glad it's this because this is like a cool one because like there's mm-hmm. the actual battle and then there's like the actual duel. You know? You know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you if you wanted if you want to do Queens of Games, do you want to do it now or do you want to yeah. not do it? We should do it. Cause... We should do it now yeah, because yeah. I won't be able to like not do yeah, it yeah, after yeah. this next yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, let's do it. We're already like half an hour. This is probably gonna be a bit longer of an episode, so let's like run through this one. Ba da ba ba ba. Queens of Games. Dan, you can go first. I've decided. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've I'm still playing Tony Hawk. Uh, I'm trying to unlock Jack Black, but also. I started another game. I started Halo Combat Evolved uh, from the Master Chief Collection. Uh, I specifically started it so I could talk about Halo with you, Max. Uh, it's, it's pretty good. I, I'm Master Chief. I shoot people. I, I shoot aliens. And... Okay, I'm done. Max, Sorry. Fuck up. <laughs> I had to uh, do the whole thing. Yeah, Master Chief. Sh- I'm Master Chief. I shoot aliens. I'm. I'm. Some no, sort you're of- Halo. Yeah, I'm John Halo. Uh, <laughs> you're John three sixteen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. I. I'm four levels in. I'm at the. I got to the part where you have to go down a big chasm, and I haven't figured that part out yet. Uh, I'll have to get back to it at some point. Yeah. Look, well, as Halo, we learned in these episodes, you just have to have a high enough acrobatic score. Exactly. Yeah, you have to grind a little bit. Um, the problem with Halo One is that the some of the levels are doo doo ass mm-hmm. um, because they had no budget and like some so many levels are just like oh, same room, copy and paste, boom, 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 go forward and then go backwards the same route you came in. Halo Two is like perfect masterpiece. Um, Halo One is like a little bit rough. There's like you you get there in Halo One, but like in Halo Two, it they it you know really comes into its own. But like. Mm-hmm. God, the music of those games is so good, isn't it? Yeah, the music's really good. It's I was amazed by it. Like, like everything just sounds good. And I... What was I going to say? Uh, I've been getting a feel for the guns. They're good. It is weird seeing, like, all of the... This, like... All of these, like, uh, FPS things that either have been established at this point or haven't been established at this point. <laughs> like, like, you get waypoints occasionally but not all the time uh there's there's like certain weapons that definitely fit like traditional uh fps weapons and then you get weird stuff like the like the alien guns like the needler uh 
I I am sad that there's no energy that you can't use the energy swords in this game. Uh, energy sword Sunday will have to wait. Uh, What's the fucking point then? Well, I mean, like they literally just never put them in the first game, and they realized when they made the second game, they're like, okay, people want to use these, and they let you. And then, like the first level, you get to use an energy sword in Halo Two, and it's like a power trip. It's so good, <gasps> amazing. Halo, good. good. Love to love yeah. to see it. Love to play it. Yeah, I, I met Halo. I've said this story like five times, but I did meet Halo. Yeah, you told me that. Oh yeah. Also, I was surprised to realize that Master Chief isn't a silent protagonist. No, he says words, right? Yeah. Huh. Him talk. It's because he has he to be says, horny for Cortana. Hi, I'm John Halo, and my suit doesn't jack me off, according, unlike popular internet uh, vernacular. Says. Brian's wrong. Half of his lines are moans. <laughs> um, what have I been playing? I've been playing Tomb Raider. Um, sorry, Rise of the Tomb Raider, the second one in the sort of reboot series. It's cool. I got it on sale for like super, super cheap like a week or two ago. Um, you're in Siberia this time. And what, lo, lo and behold, oh, you have so to stop Oh, so she cult. wears more clothes because it's cold in Siberia? Huh? Yes, yes, yes. Fucking finally. She wears animal furs. Like, you know, the things you wear when it's cold. What a concept, right? Damn, video games put clothes on a woman? Huh, I'm thinking about it. Um, me, huh? Yeah, and she doesn't have giant triangle titties, which is uh, either a it's positive a or... An, yeah, a positive or a negative, depending on your viewpoint. <laughs> but wouldn't you believe it? The plot is that you have to stop a cult from acquiring, you know, some infinitely powerful artifact. They've never done something like this before. Mm-hmm. Um, Groundbreaking. It's cool though. You get guns. You get a bow and arrow. And again, why would I ever use a gun when I can use a bow and arrow? Because it's silent, and you get, you get like a skill that lets you like shoot two arrows at once, like Legolas. Which is oh, like, that's mm. cool. I, lo- I love to do it. You hunt animals. You help this like for what you you help these people who are like native and live in Siberia but they talk in perfect american accents because why wouldn't they uh-huh 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 um graphics are good though it's cool going in caves and a very small touch that i really like a lot is that whenever you go into water when you get out lara like grabs her ponytail and like r- like pulls her hand through it and like wrings the water out of it every single time mm-hmm. you do it it's like okay that's like a cute touch that like huh realism huh what 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 a concept i love to see it yeah, yeah. Tomb Raider. it good love mm-hmm. to see it uh, so, Lara Croft is cool. I've been playing a um, a clicker game. A clicker game, like 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 number go up game. N- yes, known as Internet League Baseball. Ah, yes. <laughs> because yeah. it is just a clicker game. Ultimately, um, and I, I've been getting really into it. I have nine thousand nine hundred and sixteen peanuts currently. That's over um, nine thousand. That's over nine thousand. Uh, shit has been popping off in baseball. Um, this week, okay, basically, if you haven't been keeping abreast of, like, basically all of Twitter, seemingly, um, baseball is kind of like, if sports, if baseball happened in, like, the Night Vale universe, or possibly the, it's it's a little bit 1777-6, um, on this, um, it's- It's wacky of, races, but sport. Yeah, um, and sort of basically- you know, there's teams, you go and you pick a team. I am in the Chicago Firefighters because we are from Chicago. Um, I thought you were for the crabs. But the thing is, like, every, th- every week, like, a new weird mechanic gets introduced. Um, and they just, we're all kind of on, like, week seven. Um, and shit's really started stacking up on, like, mechanics that were introduced, like, Several weeks ago, like, the birds mechanic has, like, turned out to, like, actually do something when combined with, like, a new mechanic. Um, for example, they introduced, like, idolatry so you can, like, idolize players. Um, last week, whenever 
the players got too high, like the top three players got shelled, which is they got trapped in giant peanut shells. Um, and then everyone was like, oh no, the peanut god has like cursed us. And then it turned out that like you can free the players from the peanut shells if they play a game in which enough birds are happening. And to attract birds, you have to like eat a lot of peanuts so that the birds will come and eat the peanut shells. Um, Lots of things are happening. This week's success, which will be last week by the time this episode comes out, is that all of the pitchers for the Los Angeles tacos, I think they're the unlimited tacos now, yeah. have been put in peanut shells. So this is a team. They have no pitchers. Basically, the tacos like organized this just because they wanted to see what would happen if they had no pitchers on their team and had to play the season. And we don't know. I mean, one might assume that like they just won't be able to play so they won't win any games, but this is Internet League baseball and just weird shit happens. Um, the other thing I would say is it's really it's a very it's really good for like community organizing. Everything about every like player um, is like crowdsourced and like all the like lore for like where the, what the teams are like and what the players look like is like kind of discussed amongst the fans usually in the discord and just like people come up with shit and they come up with really fun weird shit because like they've all fucking listened to Night Vale <laughs> yeah um, I'm just having fun having a laugh I'd recommend going to blazeball.com and clicking things and then just keep clicking things now that's yeah. a URL that we can recommend on this episode the only one probably yeah yeah we'll not mention any other URLs not- that you should go to probably not Besides the plugs, I guess. Uh, those are fine. Oh, yeah, yes. you should go to kaiba.online. Yes, or you speak- should go to patreon.com forward slash pot of greed. Yeah, speaking of plugs, episode 215, The Great Evil God Zork Revives. Hey, so you want to talk about episode 115, Revival of the Great Wicked God Zork? Yes. Is it, what's, what's the Dan dub? Uh, episode 43, The Dark One Cometh, part one. Oh, boy, do he cometh, baby. He do cometh. Uh... I mean, he's been to baddragon.com, so... He looks, God, he looks like he's about to. <laughs> um, anyway, Yugi's gonna do, Yugi's gonna do Bakura, okay? Yeah. And his deck will be 40 cards from his imagination, and as in all Shadow games, a loser dies, or is sent to the Shadow Realm, depending on what version of the show you are watching, I believe. Yep. <laughs> yeah. People have said. And our good friend Anzu is saying, Yugi, don't do this duel, you don't know that, like, <sighs> Anzu. Anzu. Hey, Anzu. You, do you know there, there's Anzu, the stakes right now? I think um, I think maybe Yugi has to do this duel for the plot, maybe? Anzu? Anzu, please. I, I, please. Think, I think she, like, supports... She's more supportive in it. She's just, like... That's better. Yeah. She's more just trying to, like, piece things together. Things that her side of the story has not yet learned about. Like, the fact that Bakura is evil... Yeah, there's some point. That, this is like way later, possibly in the next episode. But like, she's watching the duel, and she's like, "Hey, is, is Bakura being? Is Bakura acting weird?" And Joey is like, oh, "Yeah, dude, that guy's fucking fucked, my guy." And Anzu's like, "No, no, no, no. I mean, like, more weird than usual." Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> maybe he needs two Snickers. <laughs> he needs. This is a drastic Snickers. hunger. I mean, I'm assuming that will that that. That means that they know that he's Yami Bakura and that, like, there's something wrong with Yami Bakura, which I'm assuming will come up in the duel and I know be the fucking way Yugi impossible wins. To but say. You know, it's impossible to say. We'll have to wait yeah. and see. And then, as this duel starts, 
You know the pyramid in the sky that we've been seeing this whole dang time? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. What if it was actually the Millennium Puzzle the whole time? Huh? Hmm. I mean, I didn't realize that that hasn't come up yet. Yeah, like, we finally just now... I mean, like, it makes sense because they're in a miniature world the whole time. It's yeah. cool! Like, it doesn't really mean anything, but it's just cool to see. It's like, oh, I make, I did the Leo point when I was like, oh, the Millennium Puzzle, there it is! <laughs> oh, <laughs> I cool. forgot that was a reveal. It's just... Like, it makes so much sense when they are literally playing in, like, a physical table, like, in the manga, and the Millennium Puzzle is literally hanging up there, and they can, like, see it, because they're really small and in a table. Um, but, I mean, I, I guess it's because, yeah, world world's ending. It's important. You gotta see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, everything is, like, being fucking, I don't know, sucked upwards into the sky. Shit is going wild. Mm-hmm. Um, Thief King Bakura and Diabind, like, glow and turn into the tablet and, like, are disintegrated and destroyed and then the the ground splits open and who wants to describe this well hold on, but before this happens before this happens before this happens uh-huh. the, the priests are like the priests escape cool elena the earth opens up cream is swallowed whole and he does the the terminator thumbs up as he falls into the earth never to be seen <laughs> oh, yeah. again sure I mean, he doesn't but his arm like raises up um cock yeah <laughs> <laughs> look <laughs> listeners dear listeners dear friends of the show there are no words I can use to, like, sugarcoat it or, like, lighten the blow, lighten the load that has been blasted onto us. Because Zork has a, a, a penis that's as long as he is tall that has a dragon at the end of it. You can just make a character that looks like this and it's okay. And they'll say, yes, you can put this on TV. We'd love to see it. Unfortunately, I mean- if you... uh live in america you have to edit it so that it looks more like it's coming out of it looks more like just a big mound of flesh coming out of his chest it's like okay no i i i was about to go to a place i wouldn't even go on this podcast i was about to get so blue that like i would have to cancel myself (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i mean i think he just kind of looks normal okay you think so bother me well, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me per se. I'm just like flabbergasted that you no, can like, just do I that. Don't, I don't think that this looks particularly sexual. It's not meant to be like sexual, sexual. It's definitely meant to evoke. I mean, not evoke. I don't know. I don't know. It feels like it's going the sort of persona route of like weird biblical demons that like a lot of them happen to have titties and dicks on them, and that's fine. It's not meant to be it's sexy, like, but it's meant to be like, wow, look at that. Isn't that shocking? It's true art. It's uh. true art. It elicits an emotional response. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's very phallic, but, like, I'm a, I'm okay with looking at it. I'm like, if I had to picture the, the like, embodiment of evil, I'd be like, yeah, that's, that's what it looks like. Oh, yeah, oh, no, absolutely. Like, Zork looks rad as hell. This is a yeah. 10 yeah, out of 10 design. Cool. It's like Mara in Persona, cool. a literal chariot of dicks. It's just like, wow, it's cool. But, like, wow. also, I cool can't penis. believe... They put this in a children's show. Wow. Cool penis. <laughs> wow. Cool penis. This is what the show has been made. Like, how can, it, how can it get better than this? What's better than this? Just guys being cocks. And we here at Bad Dragon would like to introduce our newest entry in, in our series. <laughs> uh, number 69, uh, Zork the Dark One. <laughs> Complete with the uh, fireballs feature, because he does shoot fireballs from his peepers. If um for for 
For those of you in America, you can also order the special flesh mound version. <laughs> God. At this point, my notes say that Hassan has to be Exodia, and I guess I was wrong about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Hassan fucking dies. Yeah. I wonder who is them? We're who going to have he? to ask Audrey next week who the hell Hassan I mean, is, because... Sh- surely we're going to find out. Or maybe, like, at this point, he we see who he is in the manga before he dies, but, like, I refuse to look up anything until Audrey tells me himself. Yeah, you know? I mean, so, yeah, so Zork is here. He's here to, like, destroy everything. He does Zork Inferno. Fully erect. At everyone. Um, Hassan, like, protects them all from the Zork Inferno and fucking dies. Um, And I'm, like, looking at I'm, like... Who could this be? Because as far as I'm concerned, we're already like looking at every Yu-Gi-Oh character. Like, who else is there? I don't know. I'm telling you, Audrey buried the lead. I was right when I said it was Mokuba. I think it's Hawknum Common. No, because we see Hawknum Common. He was like the Force Ghost. Shit. No way was that man that shredded. I refuse to believe. I'll be mad if it's Hawknum Common. I what mean, if it's like either way, he's fucking dead, and we'll never see him again. Yeah, probably. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Definitely. Um, it's Kazuki Takahashi. It's Kazuki Takahashi got fucking scum villained into the thing. Or. Wait. Isekai. Wait. Wait. What? Yeah. Yes. Wait. Wait. I'm waiting. He's shredded. He hides his face. Right. Do you think Hassan is Sharasnable? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say for a moment he is Hassan. <laughs> Listen, I thought you were going to say Makusunami, so... Because that's the only other... Who would give a shit? Who would give a shit? Who gives a shit? We, I want to... You know it's what I want to It's Makusunami's dad! No. <gasps> shit! It is Makusunami's dad. That's where God, he went. yeah. That's where he, he got transported to the world of memories. That's what he was doing on the boat for 10 years of his life. Lifting. Doing push-ups. Doing he was, sit-ups. He would catch doing... giant fish and bench them. Yeah! Can you bench a shark? If you can bench a shark, you can stand up to the Zork Inferno. Except, wait, he couldn't. He died. He couldn't. Well, because because that's water type and this is a fire type. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Water types are weak to fire, famously. Fam- famously. <laughs> Many are saying this. Um, What I want to see is the, the duel, where the dueling has happened. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Please. Like, God, these see, episodes are so good. I want to see my little son, Marshmallow. Okay, look. I... <gasps> what if? No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. I, okay. I, I, I was getting a little ahead of myself, and I was gonna like put my realization now. No, no, no. Marshmallow is a ten out of ten, eleven out of ten. Heckin' good boy, best pupper out there. It's a little water chewed up gum, but an upside down face is perfect. You can't beat it. You know what I'd say? Hmm. Haru of the series. I think that's I would Karibo. agree with you, but Kuribo's right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, Dan, Dan's right. It's Kuribo. Okay, minion of the series does have goggles. Weevil Underwood. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, Ojama. Ojama's been used to the series. I mean, I yeah, know I'm getting yeah, ahead of myself, yeah, but, but I do know of, they exist. Minion of Deal Monsters series. Weevil is definitely mm, a minion. It's it's Weevil. Yeah, it's Weevil. Sorry, Sarah, it's Weevil. Okay, okay. Because okay, I am Weevil, I'm allowed to say this. Marshmallow is just he. There's nothing like them. You, can, you can't, you know? You get one, yeah. and it's Marshmallow. That's nothing it. Nothing yeah. this, this is peak performance. You may not like it, but you do. Everyone does, because it's Marshmallow. We love him. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it really is peak performance because they're doing the duel and Marshmallow has like a bunch of cool effects. Yeah. yeah, this dude can do a lot of versatile little mans. He can get sliced in half hot dog style, hamburger style, French toast style. Whatever, wh- mm, huh. Pretty sure it's also hamburger style. <laughs> well, whenever I make French toast, that always feels like the fanciest kind of toast you can make. So I slice it in half diagonally. Avocado oh. toast. 
Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Avocado toast style? I mean, that's not just toast, but I spit on my computer screen. I was so excited. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Yugi has like... <laughs> like anyway. They bring down the mood with that. Yugi has like a bunch of really cute monsters and Bakura has like gross zombie men. Yeah. You know, it's a- as you do. It's the ultimate goth versus prep showdown. Mm-hmm. I don't think you use a prep. Exactly. Well, it's it's the... Uh, we'll think of something. I it's, hesitate to use the term soft boy because that's kind of like a, a sketch term nowadays. It's but a like, lo- yeah, yeah, it's a loaded term. It's like just like Zork. Oh, it's boy, cute versus grim. It's cute versus yeah. grim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, we see Zork walking towards the city. My man's busting through. Um, Pharaoh and Kaiba are just like spectating. They're just They're checking it bros. out. They're being bros. They're just like, They're just hey, <laughs> you, you, Pharaoh points, he's like, isn't that kind of fucked up? Kaiba's like, oh, yeah, huh, it's the l- apocalypse, l- little bit. huh? Great Wicked Zork, huh? <sighs> Pharaoh. Um, Set asks Hisara for her power. She's, like, wrapped in her tomb or her shawl, burial shawl, whatever have you. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, Pharaoh's like, okay, I'm going to go say hi to that big man's over there. You can do whatever you want. And just, like, leaves. Yeah. So so Kaiba just walks through the dead body and investigates. Oh yeah, Kaiba yeah. Kaiba does not give a shit about Kasara. He's like some guy who looks like me lost his girlfriend. Why should I care? Hmm. Cuz I like for very for Kaiba us, of him. It, because he just kind of walks over and like side-eyes her corpse and like doesn't give anything away on his face, but there's just like a kind of a long shot of him just like I am looking directly at it. So I'm kind of like I bet that boy is having a feeling. I think he might be having one parentheses one feeling. He gets it's impossible one. to say yet. Yeah. Um. So at this point, Pharaoh and Set reunite with the rest of the priests. Um, yeah. Oh, also, people are building trebuchets. Yeah. Did those exist in ancient Egypt? Yeah. That, I mean, you gotta have your trebuchets around in case the embodiment of evil kind of comes, and you gotta fight it. I built a trebuchet in like seventh grade for a science fair experiment. It was really Fuck fun. Yeah. We like we, we, we built it and we just basically like chucked tennis balls down my street to like measure how long they would go depending on like what sort of like counterweights we used. It was sick. Oh, that rules. Trebuchets are sick. You know those Reddit memes where it's like trebuchets are better than catapults? I hate to say it, but Reddit's right on this one. Mm, Fuck catapults. Yeah. So yes, yeah, like Zork is approaching and like my main note here is that we get like a rad like synth yeah! remix. I'm glad you the, got this too. The the like the, the Passionate like, Duelist. It, is it Passionate Duelist or is it the Critias theme? Which is no, not no. that. Pa- Passionate Duelist is the... Yeah, that's Passionate Duelist. It's not that one. It's like the other hype theme. Wait, was it Critias theme? Fuck. Well, I thought it was Passionate... used it in season four as the theme for the dragons, but like that wasn't what it originally no, was. No, it, it's just the cool... That's the Kaiba does a cool thing theme. I'm pretty yeah. sure this is Passionate Duelist. I'll have to listen no, again. No, because it, it wasn't the one that goes... Boop, 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 boop. I, like, I, if it had been Passionate Duelist, I would have written down Passionate Duelist. Okay, I think Passion Duels happens later again in these episodes then, because I got confused. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's so, so like, it's yeah. synthwave now, and it It's slaps. sick. It's like, what if what if Critias theme was DDR? <gasps> but yeah, and then we kind of cut back to the duel after having set the stakes of like, oh, everyone's going to fight Zork now. After having set the stakes? Mm. If I was Yugi, I would have simply imagined my deck to be chock-a-block full of Exodia parts. <sighs> you know? It's fake. But the thing is, like... Have you ever just think about this? That, like, Bakura gave this little boy, like, 30 seconds to, like, conjure a deck out of his mind-brain palace. 
and he just like brings this thing on perfectly brand spanking shiny new. Okay, but have you have you considered left arm of the forbidden arm, right arm of the forbidden one, left leg of the forbidden one, right leg of the forbidden one, Exodia the forbidden one, a thirty-five pot of greeds. Boom! I win. <laughs> okay, but I am the king of games. Me, Max. You're not allowed to have more than a certain number of cards. It's. A... I hate to bring it to you, Dan, but I'm in the world of memories. They don't have rules for this game yet. I can do whatever I want. I'm baby. <laughs> well, I guess you're the king of games then. I'm the yeah. king of games. I'm telling you. I'm saying this. Um, Yugi puts marshmallow and glasses on a skull, and it's the funniest picture oh, I've I ever seen. It. it gives a little yelp. This is it's it turns into papyrus basically. Yeah. <laughs> I I love these so much. I want like ten pairs. Like it's it's like the Kirby of this world, you know. It's a cute little pink guy. I guess he's white, but we already said no, no, no. That would make because marshmallow is only marshmallow. Kirby That's is true. the marshmallow of Kirby world. Oh, oh, oh! Okay. I'm looking directly at it. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> my my <laughs> my next note is just Zork is so erect. Oh, I can't absolutely. get over it. I can't get over it. It's, there we are. Mm, dicks out for the Dark Lord. Dicks out. Uh, yeah. Uh, Seto quotes George Washington. Uh, don't what he says. Hold your fire until you see the reds of his eyes. I don't think that was George that Washington. George I think Washington? that was Douglas MacArthur. It, it's not George Washington. White's is that an anyone quote? Isn't that just like a random? Those are just words. No, anyone that can was say mo- this. Oh, um, that was allegedly given by American officer William Prescott at the Battle of Bunker Hill in the oh. American Revolutionary War. Okay. Why did I think it was MacArthur? Why did I think it was George Washington? Well, every it was a Revolutionary War. Everyone was the same back then. Who gives a shit? They're all dead anyway. Yeah. Um, at this, I think at this point we sort of see like, uh oh, it's um the day after tomorrow in the real world now. Oopsies. Yep. yep. Ah like, beans. The enemies at the table, like the t- the table turns out to like be in a fucking. <laughs> Wait, VR. hold on, hold on. That was really good. Enemies at the table, I like that a lot. Thank you. That's what they. That's what they are in my notes the whole time. I thought <laughs> I made if... this joke like three weeks ago. I don't know. My vibes were different back then. I'm a new. Anyway, man. yeah, they're, they're enemies at the table, and they're like looking like the, in the middle of the table is like in a millennium world, and then the outside around them is like the real world, which is just it's just kind of 2020 vibe in here. Yeah. Um, uh... <laughs> 2012. There's like horrible hurricanes and stuff. Uh, California's Bacor- on fire. Bakura establishes that like the world is uh, because Zork is destroying the world in the past. It's taking an effect on the present, which means it's retroactive apocalypse time. Uh, Whatever. It's it's the ultimate shadow game. I believe it. I wish that Yami would hurry up and like beat Bakura so that like rampant capitalism could be defeated and the apocalypse will stop happening in real well, life. Well, no, the apocalypse would stop in order so rampant capitalism could actually destroy the world instead. Yeah, Dan, please talk about Weevil. Yeah, Weevil loses his deck and he's like, no, not my cards. Oh, and no, he's not calling for his mom. No, he's not saying save me, mama. No, he's baby. He lost <laughs> his deck. He's so small. <laughs> He's so small, and like Rex is there, like clinging to a lamppost as he's being blown away. Um, <laughs> they're they're boyfriends. They're always together. They're always together. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of, you know, we're we're seeing these for the rest of the episodes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we cut back to the duel. Um, ba 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 ba. Yami. Oh yeah, one of Yami's uh cards, which is a silent swordsman, has a thing 
uh, where it like raises its attack points every turn, which will become relevant later, uh, mm. predictably. Um, Vakura does some card shit. Slime is involved. Um, every every he does has a slime. really cool counter. And he looks so cool while he's doing it. He does a thing that skips a battle phase, and by doing so, makes his silent swordsman even stronger and makes him a big anime man. Uh, and he's just, he's so, like, outraged. He's like, don't hurt my monsters. He's just so mad. He's just being very cool and, like, Angie. He says, don't talk to me. Don't duel me. I'm Angie. It's just, it's great. I love to see him just, like, be, like, badass in, like, his way. It's and and you know if you think about it, Marshmallow in this turn manifests just comes towards Bakura, has really big teeth now and bites Bakura in the side, and that's just you look at Yugi and you're like oh soft ooh, ooh but then suddenly he can manifest really big teeth and bite you and hurt you because he's 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 no longer baby he become he want revenge he want power and this is the point this is the point when I realized I had a realization a, a light bulb appeared over my head so bright that it burnt me to a crisp because Anzu realizes this and she's mm-hmm. like, huh, Yugi's dueling instead of Yami right now and he's using his own deck because the deck that Yugi's been using for the entire Duel Monsters show has been Yami's deck because his signature is Black Magician because that's Yami's best friend who's dead now, which means Yugi is finally, for the first time ever, using his own cards and I thought about this so hard my head blasted out of my ears. Hi, Max. He's baby! He's good to see and hear, and I love him, and I support his cards. Hey, Max? Yeah. That's why I wanted to do a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. For this moment? Not for this moment, but for that, like, concept of just, like, baby boy, meet evil pharaoh, pharaoh and baby boy go on journey together, and then just, like, the process of them becoming their own people is so fucking good. The hero's journey, joke. The duelist journey woke. Woke. Just the, the, the payoff. The payoff is so good. I Takahashi, I gotta hand it to you. Yeah. Just, God, I love this show so much. Like, just thinking about it, my heart. And that's when I went into Peacock Chat and I said, does anyone want to do a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast? And here we are. And that was like three years ago to this day, more, more maybe a little bit later. And I had finished watching... Some weird, some weird later series with my friends, and I said, fuck yes. Many are saying that Yu-Gi-Oh! is the only TV... Yu-Gi-Oh! and Gundam are the only TV shows. It's so good. I'm saying this. Um, <gasps> as much I'm as just, I want to bask in this moment... Yeah, what I'm just say? smiling serenely, but that's not good podcast content. Uh, we gotta yeah, go back to is, Zork. Yeah, um, much like I predicted, Shada beefs it. I told you this would happen. I knew yep, it. I said yep. it. Like, all the priests, like, they summon their most shredded monsters to attack Zork with, and which does not work. Um, Zork kills, like, half the population of Egypt with some pink light. Um, with, a, with a colony drop. Pretty much. Um, I can't Bakura, stop thinking about guns of damn. Gotta, listen, listen. I gotta save energy for two days. Put a lid on it. Save it for later. Put it in the fridge. Wrap I'm, I'm, that I'm, shit I'm, I'm putting a lid on the pot. Um... Yeah, Shadow dies. Bakura's like, <laughs> this isn't a challenge. This isn't a game. This is easy. Um, and like the pharaoh just kind of walks forward and is like, I'm gonna get you. And that's kind of the end of the episode. He, yeah. he shakes his fist. Moving on to what's episode sixteen? Two sixteen called? Oh, what's it called in the, in the top first? The Dark yeah. One Cometh, Part Two. Damn, that's not that's not as good, huh? <laughs> it's not as good as the Great Protector God Exodia revives. 
my dad has returned. It's so here he comes. Yeah, I'm, this episode whips. These episodes are so good. This show oh. is so good. Just damn boy, <laughs> dad's a thick ass boy. Damn! <laughs> Remember how shows can have a good and satisfying, like, finale climax? God, huh. we're really in it now, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> I do not want to get off the wild ride. <laughs> Takahashi, thank you for driving us here. <sighs> so this thank one... you for your sick stunts. <sighs> Oof, mwah, mwah. I am saluting. Mwah. Um, okay, so yeah, we open up, like, fucking ripped ancient Egypt, but, like, everyone's fucking out of bar, out of ideas, and just completely fucked. Um, Bakura at the enemies at the table scene is just like, oh, hey, um, you know, if, if, if no one had ever solved the Millennium Puzzle then, and you hadn't been reborn, you know, none of this would ever happen to my man. <laughs> oh, but thanks for, like, rebirthing me, I guess. Ugh. Rude ass. Which, you know, fucking feels bad for, for Yami. Um, and you know yeah. we get some like flashbacks of the series and this is when Carry On My Wayward Son started playing in my head <laughs> yeah and then like Yami's like and yeah he's like yeah dude you're right that's why I have to settle this myself it's like ooh yeah spicy I like it Um, and then we go back to Zork and this is where um, BadDragon.com would like to unveil the new feature of the 69 Zork model which can shoot fireballs out of the dragon dick what that dick do that's what it do <laughs> That's what it do. Uh, That's what it do. It do. It lays it eggs d- inside it you. Fucking do. <laughs> there is a light inside your hole. <laughs> no. Shimon is there. Like Wolf, guess our only chance is to like summon the gods. But you know, Pharaoh is clean on a bar. He doesn't have the Millennium Puzzle. He can't fucking summon the gods in this state. So Isis is like, well, we should go get the Millennium items. Yeah. Um. So apparently, mm. the Millennium items got like blown into the desert in the fucking tornado at the start of episode two episodes ago, and they're just yeah. out there somewhere, yeah. just lying there. They're out there an appropriate distance away from each other. Yeah. yeah. See, see, Isis gets a quest marker for them, so she knows where they are. Yeah. That's that's what that's what her that's what her um that's what her car does. Yeah, okay, oh, okay, yeah. I just find it really funny that the pharaoh finds this out and is like, oh, great, I'll go look for them, fucking idiot. Like, th- th- Satan's right there, homie. I yeah. think of a pressing matter. You give this quest to one of your party companions. God. You ha- you can't recall them from the quest early, otherwise you don't, go- don't get any rewards. Yeah. Aren't you a gamer? Aren't you the king of games? No, because I am. Max is. We've established this pot of greed lore. <laughs> um, we cut to the duel... Bakura thinks he's coaxed Yugi into a snafu. Okay, you know what fucking Bakura's <laughs> doing? And has <laughs> been doing this whole deal, which I want to get mad at. He, like, continuously, like, dismisses Yugi as just being a vessel. And is just like, oh, well, like, I've got to defeat the Pharaoh's vessel. Like, whatever. Like, it's not the yeah. Pharaoh's. It's just the vessel. Like, no! This is my boy! Yeah, do you like this? It's like, don't... He's baby, but he wants power now. And he has power now. He's his own Maybe master now. Yes! Yes! Yeah! My fucking spirit is coming out of my body. <laughs> ah! Um, and this is, I think this is when we get to the point where, like, J- you know, Anzu is like, Bakura's acting weird. And Jinochi's like, yeah, he was always a freak ass. And Anzu's like, no, I think it's the ring. It's probably yeah, yeah. the ring, right? Like, those Millennium Artifacts can't be good. She's like, why does, why is she calling us, pu- why is he calling us puny mortals? 
just probably not a normal thing. I mean, I would say that to my friends, and they would have a laugh and think it's funny, but, like, they wouldn't read into it anymore. And Anzu's finally read into it, and she's like, hold on a fucking minute. <laughs> Wait a it's probably not great. Um... Yeah, I like I read this as that they know that Baccarat gets possessed because you know they got kidnapped by him in uh, Monster World at the end of season zero. Yet again, season zero coming in clutch. Um, <clears throat> so I think she's like reading like a level beyond that here. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but hey, um, wow, cool robot. Ooh, <sighs> it's so cute. I forget what exactly it's called. It's um, called, called Blockheads. Blockheads, yeah. right, right, right. It's like. It looks like the Dragon Quest Golem a little bit. It's just a bunch of bricks. Yeah. It's so cute. I want it's, ten. It's like Mario bricks with a face. Yeah. I like these. It's cool. I like this little guy. I just, like, all of Monsters, like, all of Monsters, Monsters, all of Yugi's Monsters, just like little cuties. And Bakura sort of remarks on this. He's like, you must not be a good duelist because, like, your monsters are all, like, weak. And it's like, I don't, you don't, Bakura. Listen. Thematically speaking, they're all little cuties, but they're strong and can hurt you. And what this what this robot does is it may only have 300 attack points, but it can protect its friends. I wonder if this is anything related to the thesis of the show. Hard to say. Takashi just, in, <clears throat> in, in his wild ride, is doing the sickest stunts. Oh, you know, we're like multi-track drifting right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, multi-narrative line drifting. On the other side of the drift, uh, <laughs> they just find the Millennium Items. Yeah. They just, because Spiria, Spiria's ability is to put a quest marker on things, so you know where to go. There you go. Yeah, they get all the items, and... And they're all one meter away from each other. Yeah. yeah. Isis gets her bob back, uh, she powers yeah. up. <laughs> Isis gets her groove back. Yeah. Ah, oh, my mojo. <laughs> Groovy, baby. <laughs> we, um... <laughs> so, yeah? <laughs> I'm just laughing. It channeled Brooks a little bit there, huh? Um, Ooh. But we cut we cut back to the duel right now. This is when the Passionate Duelist remix plays. I mean, um, that is true that I've never actually seen the Austin Powers movies, and my only cultural reference for them are Brooks' impersonation of Austin Powers. So you're right about this. Many are um, saying Listen to fucking five grams of iron or whatever they're doing nowadays. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Back to the jewel. Passion duels plays the remix of it. It's great. Um, which means you're about to do big plays. Capital B, capital P. Um, and like Silent Swordens gets pinned at some point. He can't use it to attack, and mm-hmm. whatever duel happens, he's able to attack Bakura. And then, for the first time in like literal real world months, for the first time in forever, I have a shot. Pot of Greed is here, our good friend! Pot uh, of Greed. I have mixed some lime cordial with gin uh, based on the one of the cocktails that Colin suggested. Yeah, I was going to say, cordial. Colin's rubbed off on you a little bit. I don't have any booze on me, so I've substituted with something that is also very strong and tastes bad. <laughs> I've got ginger beer. <laughs> oh, it does taste good, though. I like ginger beer. I like I love ginger ale, but... Ginger beer is just way too strong, but I'm doing it anyways. And I also, like, I, I mean, I like getting my nose blasted with ginger, so can't relate. But ginger ale and ginger beer different. Ginger beer is like st- stronger, stinky ginger ale. Wow. You've, you have a fine palate. You might like it, Sarah. Well, this is just telling me the difference between real ales and beers, which I fucking know. There you go. I'm drinking water with a little bit of um, what is it like blue raspberry mio vitamin squirties in it make it turn blue and taste better you know okay. actually this does taste pretty good i just do not enjoy the ginger blast that's okay you're valid i forgive you uh, no, maybe 
don't um, know why I need to forgive you, but okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, 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 I need to cleanse my brain um, a little bit here. A little bit, a little bit. Bakura, yeah, yeah use a pot of green. He summons these two fucking creepy dolls. Very Bakura, very gothic aesthetic. Yeah. One of them is cursed, one of them isn't, and Yugi has to pick one. <laughs> one, of them is, one of them has rancid vibes, one of them has pristine vibes. I mean, it's Bakura, so you know they're both kind of rancid, but one's just a bit more rancid. The lesser of two evils in this case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Yugi makes the right choice, and yeah. Joey makes a Joey face. He, it's like a pseudo. It's yeah. It 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 is. It we will count it as a Joey face. It's like almost there. He's not yeah. fully detailed, but like it is a Joey face. So take another sip, babes. Bada bing, bada boom. <sighs> but actually, it's fucking Bakura's trick because actually Bakura yeah. wanted the cursed one because he's just goth and it vibes with his aesthetic. Exactly. This isn't a bit. That's what happens in the episode. Yeah. No. If I like, he's like, oh, you picked the not cursed one. Unfortunately for you, I get the cursed one, which is good. It's my choice, actually. I like it. I love to see it. So what this does is it destroys his entire graveyard, Mm -hmm. which then appears behind him as, like, ghosts. Yeah, they're just there. They don't seem to do anything. They just scare the shit out of, first of all, Junichi, and they just make the vibes of this jewel really spooky and funny. Yeah, like, this is the last of the duel we see in this episode, so we genuinely don't know what they do yet. Like, as far as we're concerned, currently, he's just doing this for the aesthetic. He just wants to be, he wants to do a little spook, and he's I, doing it great. I'm proud of we him. We stan a goth king. We stan! Yeah. He's never done anything wrong. He's oh. never done anything wrong in his life. Audrey is saying this. Yeah, Audrey is saying I mean, this. I mean, I guess they're specifically saying it for Thief King Bakura, but I'm saying it for Rio Bakura. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. He, so, that's the last that we goth. see... Yeah, yeah, sometimes you're goth, and that's fine. Um, so at this point, that's the last of the duel we see for this episode, because we cut back to the palace. Um, everyone's dodging cock blasts. Yep. Yep. Uh, Isis, like, I don't know, just decides to go sicko mode, and she's like, okay, mana, do this. And she gives her all the Millennium Artifacts, except she keeps the um, the talk on her. That's for hers. whatever reason. Yeah. I mean, she powers herself up with it. It's her maybe talk. She, it's her talk, yeah. But, like, maybe, she, I don't know. Because I mean, what she does. Hmm, listen. Yeah. Whenever the guys get the Millennium items, their, like, baggage, like, pars up. It's like she needs the item to be able to, like, do the thing where she distracts Zork. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I maybe maybe she could just use it to power herself up and then give it back, because I thought you would have needed all seven of them. But maybe maybe you don't. Mm, I don't know. Maybe this needs to be it's just like, the puzzle. on her. Maybe. I You know, I think it is just the puzzle. I like to I imagine that you would... S- no, yeah. that it's hers and she deserves to die with it on her body. I mean, she sure does die with it on her body, doesn't yep. she, though? Yep. She sure does. Uh, she, she does, in fact, uh, get a sort of outline and say she go she goes to the shadow realm. Huh. Oh, you don't, you don't, um, you don't, oh. you don't see her get. Yeah, Sarah. We don't actually see the moment of her death. We just see, like, you know, she makes her dragon really big and then like flies it into Zork, uh, and Zork like knocks her off and then turns around and then you know implicitly he kills her with the fucking dick fireball but like we cut away before that happens mercifully yeah i like isis i don't want to i don't need to see her die i know yeah, i know I mean, how like, it goes the worst way to go has got to be like f- dick fireball cock cock blasted to death like dick ball no 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 absolutely not just that's, that's, not, that, that's an embarrassing way to die really yeah isis deserves better mm-hmm. you so yeah so Mana's running around. She's in tears because she's like, you know, Isis is dead. She's very, very sad. And then she runs into Shimon. 
Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Shimon is really nice to her. He like comforts her and stuff. She's like, I've got all the items. And Shimon is like, that's fine, honey. Give me the ankh. Like, I, I, I'm going to use this. And then he uses it. Yeah. Boy, does he use it. Shimon, <laughs> who previously wielded the ankh, is able to summon something so powerful that it might stand a chance against Zork. Five sacred parts sealed into stone slabs, I release you. (laughs) It does the Amestris transmutation circle thing. It's time for Full Metal Alchemist. It's Full Metal Alchemist from (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh! You know? It's Full Metal Alchemist, Full Metal Alchemist, you know, from Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, from Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, here he is. Big boy alert! Damn, boy! He's sick! Large and in charge he is. I've literally written the words PogChamp five times in my notes. <laughs> well, yeah, one for each part. One for each part. Ah, Exodia's here, folks. And this is why Exodia's grandpa's signature card, because it's Shimon's car. This old man has the strongest vibes possible. Yeah. Okay, so he says a line about how Exodia used to be like Aknam Cannon's monster, and Aknam Cannon used it to fucking do war crimes, and so they had to like chain it up. Um, so I don't think Shimon has used this before. Well, he does it, so it's his now. I just yeah, I it, 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 it's definitively his now. Like it's squ- it's squatters' rights. Yeah, it's squatters' rights. Poggers' rights. It's Poggers' rights. <laughs> I'm doing the Poggers. So it's his right to it. Poggers' <laughs> rights is when when it's so badass you have to let it happen. Yeah. You have no choice but to pog. Yeah, no choice but to pog. No choice but to pot of greed. The name no of our choice, podcast. N- <laughs> no choice but to big boy season. You see, you see, you know, like when I finished this, I said this is really good and I had no choice but to pot of greed and start a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. It's, yeah, it was fate. It was fate. Um, hey, the boys are wrestling. The boys are fighting! Yeah, it's a big kaiju battle. They're just yeah. wrestling. They're just doing hand-to-hand combat. It's sick. I love it. Exodia puts Zork in a half Nelson, which is the only wrestling move I know the name of. And the only wrestling move a title of our episode is <laughs> title, the, the podcast episode, Bob, whatever title's named there after. Go. You know, there, I got there. I got why. there. I didn't stumble at all. <laughs> <laughs> what if, hey, okay, I just had a, a horrific, a truly horrific intrusive thought just now. Yes. Mm-hmm. What if Exodia had a cock to match? Oh. I mean, he does. Yeah. Little you can't D. say he does. You what can't if, say he it, doesn't. What if it's little D? What if like... It's little D. What if it was big D? What if it was Lord of D? What if, what if it was sword fight is what you're saying? Yo, what if they were just slamming their donguses together? Yeah. I mean, it is a very erotically charged match, as all wrestling is. What if they were just whapping that meat together? What though? if it was just pure fraudage? What if they were seasoning their salamis? <laughs> what if instead of being like a heel match, with it, which this kind of is, it was more like a dick match? Which is a different part of the body. What if they docked? <laughs> what if they docked? Do you think? No, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. I'm not, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. No, we can't. have to. <clears throat> Moving on. Yeah. The pharaoh looks over at Shimon and is like, oh my god, like, I didn't realize that, like, Shimon was so powerful. And then we, like, cut over to Shimon, who's like, (laughs) (laughs) about to die. (laughs) He's vain kid right now. Uh... (laughs) He's vain kid right now. He is, yeah. 
Yeah, like, as the fight happens, like, Exodia rips Zork's arm off, but it's sand, so it grows back. And the same thing happens to Exodia, because he's also immortal. Um, yeah, there's stuff about Zork is like, oh, I'm immortal. And then Exodia's like, bitch, me too, the fuck? And then regrows own arm. It's very rad. Yeah. It's very rad. Unfortunately, though, Shimon's battery can only last so long, can't it? Yeah, his kind of final... Um, Attack. Yeah, yeah. Um, Exodia does like a kind of Hadouken kind of thing. Exodo flame. What if it was a Hadouken? Ooh. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. This is the content people come to see. I know. Sorry. I shouldn't make funny penis jokes on this podcast. Um. Yeah, that was, that was actually, Sarah, after this episode, I want you to um, come with me to HR. Do we need to have a little meeting about that? Um, sorry, a, a, sorry. A little too inappropriate. Yeah, I know like our podcast has a strict no dick joke policy. Um. I just thought I could get away with it. Um, I have a headache from like how exciting, how excited I've been for these episodes. Yeah, these episodes <laughs> fucking rule. This happens every week when I podcast. Now I just get way too hopped up, and my head starts to hurt. It's like my body's rejecting the media. Yeah, it's happening to me. Mana <laughs> gives Yami the Millennium Puzzle, and Yami's full of power. And that's the end uh, of part well, two. Well, well, uh, well, d- well, d- well, d- well, Dan. D- d- I think something, something might happen in between now and then, huh? Oh, d- yeah. Just, 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 kind of address how, um, whenever Gazodia does the Hadikin, Hadikin, uh, Shimon kind of clearly seems to be like burning up his own soul in order to do this and stuff. Um, he just coughs up a little bit of blood, doesn't he? Yeah, he just coughs up a little bit of blood. Mm. That doesn't, I don't recall then, that happening. Huh. Do you, I mean, recall- you might not have been paying enough attention. Do you recall Exodia getting cut in half hot dog style? No, maybe I I might have just forgotten that one legitimately. Wasn't it hamburger style? No, it was definitely hot dog style. Oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. He does. And unfortunately, I mean, I say unfortunately because it would have been kind of funny to see an old man get cut in half hot dog style. But like, (laughs) he beats it. Yeah. Like we saw, you know, you see it happening. I mean, I was surprised that, like, three whole priests beefed it this episode, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a three body count. Right? It was three. Yeah. Right? No. No. Uh, Shada, uh, Isis, Shimon. Oh, and, yeah, I forgot Shada. And Aknaga. Who? Oh, yeah, I guess he technically is a priest. I don't, but I don't give a shit. Fuck him. Shit, who we got left? Shada died? Da, 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 da. Um, Mana, who's, I guess, taken over. So, it's okay. Mahad's dead. Shada's dead. Isis is dead. Shimon's dead. Kalim is dead. It's literally set in Pharaoh. Damn. Well, huh? yeah. I, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it really well, hard. That's how protagonists work. Hmm. Yeah. Damn. Hmm. Fuck. Um, huh. but yeah, uh, as you were saying, Don, uh, Mana arrives. Uh, she gives Yami the Millennium Puzzle. Uh, Yami is ready to unleash the power of this powerful Millennium Item, and <sighs> then it ends. It's Yami so is sick. Like pissed. he steps the fuck up and like with the puzzle and like his baggage fills up and glows and I'm like yeah. yeah. Yami has full meter and he is ready to counterattack. Yeah. He has um, a super I, ready. I, I did notice. Um, I did notice that um the Millennium Puzzle is is on a rope. No, just just like it was at the at the the, the start of the the, the series and oh. instead of a chin, you know that the chin got put on so because the chin was stronger and their bonds of friendship were stronger. But but now they're kind of they're kind of like they're kind of drifting apart and they're becoming their own individual people and their bonds are no longer as strong. But their bonds of friendship are still as strong and no longer have to be represented. I'm just thinking about the fact that it's on a rope instead of a chin. It's pretty good. I am thinking about it. 
I love this show so much. I love this show so much. I don't think we asked for questions, which is good because we're almost about to hit an hour and a half. I also didn't read anything this week because I could no longer read. We we do we do have one little thing from the mailbag actually. Ooh. Um. Yeah. Nero posted, "Ha ha, Zork stick is a dragon." Yep. Confirmed. It's That's true. Kind of funny. Correct. I like. We haven't acknowledged it up until now, but I think we should mention that his dick is a dragon. Wait. You like Dan? You seen what it looks like? Not out like outside the dub, right? I've seen what it looks like outside of the dub. I looked it up. Okay, yeah. good, good, good. Because yeah, it's just hogs out, baby. How could I not look it up? I needed to see that dick. It's content. You gotta it's, see it's, it. It's it's plot critical penis. PCP, just like in Gundam, <sighs> plot critical penis. God. It I is plot pod- critical. I've written a video. I hate essay about podcasting. This. I hate doing this every week. This <sighs> sucks. Well, listeners, I'm being broken down. <laughs> if you like what we do, if you're still listening after all this time, who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be? It's riveting content, and if you want us to keep doing it, you can go to patreon.com forward slash pod of greed, and you can give us cash money to do more fucking shitty content like this. If you give it the two dollar level, you can get access to our bonus RSS feed where we do bonus episodes and stuff. Uh, we just recorded an episode about the album Music to Deal by. Yeah. I'm working on editing it. It should be up sh- in a couple days, maybe. Yeet. It, it's a good episode. Oh, it would be a lot of it. fun. We had a lot of fun with it. If you gave that the five dollar uh, and above level, you can get you'll get a shout out at the end of the episode, like we're about to do in a second. You get why does it say cool names? Oh, you get a cool color and name in the Discord. Yeah, yeah. You become uh, a partner. You also get voting rights, and you you can like hey. If you're at the five dollar above level, suggest us things to watch. We we're looking for ideas. Yeah. Um, and if you do need at the ten dollar above level, we will send you once a year several physical products. It's good. Do it. It's, it'll fun. Maybe I you get make a worm. Physical products to send people. It's going to be really cool. I've maybe, got t-shirt maybe. ideas. We we we're full of good ideas and content as you've just uh, witnessed. Yeah. Yeah. From us. You're you're seeing it here, folks. Um. And um, like like we mentioned. Special thanks and shout out to our $5 patron, Sarvis the Drow. Sarvis the Drow. Sarvis the Drow. Thank you. I am saluting. Thank you. Um, and yeah. Where That's Patreon. can people find us on the internet is the next thing, right? Yep. Who are you? I'm Max. Uh, I don't make dick jokes on, well, no, yeah, I don't make dick jokes mm. on other platforms. So you can go to those at MaxiBajillion, Twitter, Instagram, etc. You can um, listen to Wow Cool Robot, a show that I do with Sarah currently. Um, it's about Gundams, which is the other only other show in the world. Uh, you can go to Wow Cool Podcast on Twitter to find that one. And then I do another music show with my friend Jordan. It's about video game music. It's called Slappers Only. That's at twitter.com slash slappersonlypod. Nice. Dan? Uh, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places. And you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash Mike underscore Dawson with a zero. From there, you can find my Twitter. You can find the other podcasts I do, which include The Sonic Shuffle, a Sonic uh, lore podcast, uh, Stranger's Fiction, an actual play podcast focused on one-shots. Uh, we recently uh, did a one-shot of Skater Die by Riley Hopkins. Uh, I know them. Yeah. Uh, you can f- listen to uh, Disney Minus, which is a Disney podcast I recently started with friend of the show Stephen Morshmello. And there's hey, my what if art it's blog. Marshmallow? Yeah. Uh, there's my art blog. There's my Kofi where I take missions. 
And of course, there is Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. And speaking of that, uh, the re- reason Audrey isn't here is because it's Rosh Hashanah. So happy Rosh Hashanah, Xbox. Oh, yeah. I have been Sarah. You can find me on the internet at Sarah McCostumes. I have another podcast called Never Believe It, which is about not watching Naruto. You can go to narutohead.band to find that. I also have a dice shop, which I always forget to shout out, which is on Etsy. It's called Really Big Dice. And you can go there and you can use the discount code KYBACORP in all caps for 21% off any dice you order. That's the most discount I'll offer to anyone, so you're very special as listeners of this show. This show has been Pod of Greed. You can go to podofgreed.tumblr.com if you want to. You can go to at podofgreedcast on Twitter, and you can visit kaiba.online to join our Discord. We are also part of the noisebase.xyz network, which has some very other cool shows on it, such as... Zero to zero. What's that one about? Uh, who wants superheroes. to be a superhero? It's really cool. good. Uh, I highly recommend it. They they've recently started talking about uh, Mr. Mitzvah, who is a horrible person, just just the worst kind of billionaire. Uh, wow. Ah, so a billionaire. Yeah. 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 A billionaire yeah. who has an obsession with wanting to be God. Yeah. So, so a billionaire. billionaire. Hmm. Fair enough. They also have like LMNOP, which is an elementary rewatch podcast. They have someone else name a podcast. Uh, what's the Twilight one? Twihards? I still haven't gotten the name down, but it's about Twilight. I think it's Twihard, like a funny Twihard diehard pun. Oh, I thought it was like Tryhard. Well, because. It's probably Diehard. I'm sorry, Max. Were you not an original Twihard? No, I was a boy in high school, so of course I wasn't. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah, um, but well, I am I was now. Team Jacob, so you can fuck off. I mean, I'm I'm Team Edward, but respectfully, also I respect Jacob. I like the, I respect their dynamic very much. I mean, you shouldn't respect any of them. They're Twilight characters. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they're real in my heart. Okay. Well, I am going to whap my dick out and place myself face up because my dick is too big to place myself face down because I am the great wicked god Zork. I'm, I cut a hole in my bed, I place myself face down so my dick can fit in it, and I call a doctor because my erection has lasted way longer than four hours. Uh-uh. Uh, I, I p- place myself face down and uh, just desperately wish that I were anywhere other than ancient Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. Sorry about this. Good night. I will not apologize. <laughs> be thanking you for listening but this has been pod of greed a first-rate podcast with first-rate hosts you can catch us next time now blue eyes away yeah!